Hi loves, it is November 8th, 7.54 p.m. And today I want to come to you guys about um, authenticity, um, about being authentic and being true to yourself, like as far as self-love. But the whole topic is going to be about being authentic. So when you think about authenticity, <laughs> You think of something that's true to itself. Um, it's the real deal. And when you say the real deal, look how that sounds. It's kind of like when you want to be the real deal for yourself. So a lot of people are not living their life authentically. And what I mean like that, that they're not at their highest form, their purest self. A lot of people be, get caught in social media. A lot of people get caught in these waves and if you um kind of see the what do you call it logistics of social media what is the primary um focus followers following getting a following which is a mass group of something and followers so what is that word follower and in real life nobody um that is a headstrong or leader wants to follow you um want to lead the opposite so you get caught in these cycles of trying to be somebody you're not and not living your life authentically and how you can start living your life authentically is you actually have to sit down with yourself and do a pro and con list it's funny. Um, have you ever did a pro and con list on yourself? Like your good traits and your bad traits, things about that. A lot of people, um, when I first did that, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I had, it was hard on either parts because on the good parts, I didn't want to be as judgmental um, and feed into my ego as far as like, I know I'm the bomb.com because just because you think, um, that these these qualities are what are your best qualities, your best assets. They may not what the world see. They may see them as your worst assets. And I, as far as standing up for yourself, you think that by standing up for yourself, that's one of your best uh, assets. You don't let nobody run over you. But you don't know how much of an asshole, a dickhead, a douchebag you really are when you do it. You're not doing it authentically. You're feeding from a place of aggression. Or maybe resentment, um, you know, and technically, them type of things are really just a defense mechanism. You being aggressive is a defense mechanism because aggression is really um, not an emotion that is natural. It has to be stirred up. It has to be stirred up just like hatred. When we speak about hate in the world, when they always say this is not something that's really um, learned or whatever is taught. You know what I'm saying? The same thing. Aggression has to be be taught and it, it can be self-taught. That's all that I'm saying. So, you know, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to do, a, you know, get back, like I said, to this con list. When I went to the cons, um, I was scared, too. Nobody really want to say anything bad about ourselves. And then the other side of the fence is you don't even know anything bad about yourself because you're so focused on the good. And that's what you should be. But really, you need to know the bad things about yourself. And another great way of if you stumble upon that side is go ask your friends. They know you better than anyone. And be prepared um, 
to feel a type of way, not in a way that you get argumentative. I'm not asking that. Just being like, dang, I didn't know people really seen me like this. You know what I'm saying? And then what what becomes of something is when you ask several people and they do this one little thing. They say this one little thing. Like everybody keeps saying you, you know, um, you think you'll know it all. Let's just throw that out there. Everybody, when you ask your friends on a con, they say, Alicia thinks she's a know-it-all. And they honestly, they probably do. You know what I'm saying? My, if you ask my friends, they think I'm a know-it-all. Um, and we're not going to get into that. But like I said, using that as an example. You know what I'm saying? And you kind of like, what? No, you know, I ain't no know-it-all. And technically, you might be. Because you think you know-it-all, you don't listen to other people's opinions. Um, you always force your opinions on people and you make everything about yourself. I've been there. I can't ever speak on anything, guys. I want y'all to know. I'm not really kicking no bullshit to y'all. This ain't nothing like, you know, I'm just coming into y'all to just say some shit. This is real life for me. This stuff that I'm speaking about is really something I'm dealing with. Like I said, I'm going through. And on top of that, this shit is random as fuck. I'm not sitting here writing down something or going on a computer and copying and pasting. Like, this is really authentic. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Hey, it works out. It comes from my heart. And that's how I want you to know. That's how I want it to rock. You know what I'm saying? It's like it comes straight from the heart to let y'all know that um, it's real for me. I want to be authentic with you guys. You, um, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, so we just want to be the best versions of ourselves. And once you get the, that list down, you kind of look at this list and you see what is really like the main issue. What is, um, I forgot, you know, we have that medium mode. What is it? Mode. Okay. Cause that's the one that we say most when, which number is the mode, the most. Um, so when you find out the mode, and then you can always transfer that to a, a mode of operation. And everybody knows what a mode of operation. If you watch a lot of, you know, uh, police and uh, I'm not police, FBI, you know, they always say uh, the vigilant had a mode of operation and how they operate. And that's really how they, they catch them. They figure out how do they operate. And that's what I'm talking about. Figure out how you operate. Figure out how do you operate. What makes you tick? A lot of people don't do the self-psychoanalysis on you on themselves. And what, and what I mean by that is not to say, are you an introvert or extrovert? That's that standard shit. Motherfuckers, I always want to figure out if you're an introvert or an extrovert. And at the end of the day, I don't think nobody leans towards one or other. Everybody's a fucking ambivert. ambivert. Now, when we get to lefty to right hands, can't know, you know, it, it, you are the same thing. Is it ambidextrous? Something like that. You see what I mean? So it's neither or really, you know what I'm saying? As far as that one, like, you know, that's rare than people that can be ambiverts. You see what I'm saying? I'm just trying not to kind of like coincide the two, not necessarily compare. So, um... Just showing you that you can do both things. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to put yourself in a box. And that's what society does. And that's what we ultimately do because of the pressures of society is we put ourselves in a box. And you know how much that feels? How that feels like? Like imagine a jack in a box. And you just keep cranking it and you keep cranking it. And it's this thing that's stuffed. And when I mean stuffed, it's so stuffed that it has those crinkles. You know what I'm saying? That the springs or whatever. And it springs out because it's cramped in there. And it just can't wait to bust out. And 
and you don't know when it's going to come out. And when it comes out, you're surprised every time. And it is like, how could this, all this fit in this box? And that's what I want you to think of yourself as. Like, uh, don't put make yourself feel small. Because that's what putting yourself in a box is. Making yourself feel small. You know what I'm saying? So, you want to think outside the box. Think big. Think big. Big shit. Kick big shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's all, like I said, once again, being true to yourself. And you want to make sure that you're living your life authentically. Um, one of the best things that I have learned, and I know that I probably should speak on, is uh, listening to your intuition. That's the most powerful thing. Um, it's kind of like the da- the angel uh, and the demon on the shoulders. The first one is always going to be the angel. I don't care what you've seen. I don't, the devil really don't come first. The angel going to come and be like, when you get yourself in a sticky situation, after you get yourself in a sticky situation, the angel be like, you already, and then it don't say too much. Like, you already know. <laughs> like, that's all it got to say. And you like, you take heed. And then the devil's the one that keep popping that shit. You know what I'm saying? I keep popping that shit in your ear and it just gets to you, gets down to you. Actually, that's why you always see uh, the angel disappear. It's not that the devil won. It's like, I'm just going to say what I'm going to say and roll. That's your intuition. Have you noticed that intuition does not ring loud in your ear? That's something else. I, I forgot. I'm, I'm like in my mode, y'all. So that's another word. But you know what I mean when something is kind of alarming. So intuition, let me put it that way, is not alarming. It's not an alarm bell. It's actually just a a, a nudge, a bump. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when somebody come bump you, you're like, whoa, man, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So, and it, it and it's gone. And it's like... Pay heed to the intuition right there and then because your first mind is always going to steer you right. right. I don't, and it's because I've always learned for myself that when I didn't listen to my intuition and went towards the other side or the devil, even though I'm not saying I'm going to the devil, but we're just, you know, using a symbolism type of thing. Um, it was like, um, damn, I fucked up every time. I had to go fix shit. And then, you know, what you always say, that's the, when you don't listen to your intuition, Damn, I should have listened to mom. I knew. So imagine if you keep listening to that first intuition. Whether it's good, bad, happy, sad, mad, whatever. Listen, you, you are always right. You know best. Don't put yourself in a box and live authentic. So, guys, I hope you like this. You know, um, I have figured out that I did want to do um, 10 episodes per season. So I believe this is number eight and we kicking it. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I could once again, I really appreciate the viewers following and rocking with me. and, And I hope that you guys get something out of this. And I would love feedback. If anybody have any questions Maybe I can go find um, a question uh, website, um, just throwing something out there like Fora or something where I can connect it to this going forward where people can ask questions uh, individually about or collectively about each episode or something that they would like um, 
answers to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like this therapist and know everything. Um, I'm basically going to help you out with how I dealt with the issue and what was best for me. And then you're supposed to try to figure out how, what to take away from that and add it in your life and in your shoes and what works best for you. Don't ever think that what works for somebody else is going to work for you. And then you get in the situation like, no, nah, she wasn't right. It's not about that. You're supposed to take little tidbits, those things that make you say, aha, when you listen to somebody or mm, it make you kind of, yeah, you know, that's the part you want to take for yourself and, and visualize how that would work for you if you were to do it your way, Burger King. Do you feel me? So... Thank you, guys. Love you.